0: Tonight's episode is brought to you by Snap at You Photography. SnapatYouPhotography.com For all artists, weddings, divorces, birthday parties, successful abortions, and more. Go get your snaps at Snap at You Photography. SnapatYouPhotography.com
1: Yeah, we,
0: we, we, this we, 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 this is yet, reasonable not ignorance? Not yet, not yet, not yet. We got you. Yes, sir. Now, bombs. This is the ignorant shit you like. I am King Cooler. This is the ignorant shit
2: you love. I'm This is the ignorant shit you like. Come on. This, this is the <laughs> ignorant shit the you love. You know the bully he
0: motherfucker got a nine chasing a chicken. Bombs! Reasonable Ignorance, episode 39. Curtis Anus. Who? Curtis Ennis Old Chicago Bear running back. Thought you said like Curtis air. Penis And Larry Zucker. To say from, the, from the 72 From the 72 <inaudible> Dolphins. Twerk, twerk, Beach, Twerk, Beach, Twerk,
3: Beach.
0: So See you know twerk, twerk, this is.
3: Beach, twerk, oh, beach, twerk, beach, twerk,
0: twerk, twerk,
3: beach, yeah. twerk, <laughs> twerk, twerk, twerk,
0: twerk, twerk, twerk twerk. Nobody's turning up, okay? I don't like it. I think it sounds <laughs> wet. <white. laughs> I hope you turn up. <laughs> I, a Here you go I see the combine.
1: That girl got so much ass, her name must be Donkey. Tattoos and sweat on her body, but her pussy ain't bonky. Just dollars thrown, hanging off poles like a spider. monkey. I love my hustling ass bitch. You know what this is? Pat. Shot. Give her is? Pat. He was close with Okay. <laughs> do you, <laughs> you know who Project Pat is? Yeah. Bitch. No, you don't. <laughs> Just I do <laughs> Yeah. I was going to say, look, chat.
0: Don't you? Project Pat. I feel like they... they even, with Twerk a, Bitch. That, that type of music anyway. Like that's that's their style. Did oh, like like you that. like it? Whose style? Because no, no, we didn't Michael like six. it. I'm talking about... No, no. Mike, I'm wasn't, about Mike wasn't rocking with it. Triple Six, Mafia, and all oh. that. No, I, didn't, I ain't never like nothing they that.
1: Nothing? No, they got some joints. Know that I keep a everywhere. You like this dumb shit no, right here. <laughs> Bitch, I got that for like am like on niggas, Irvin. ball on the nigga, Irvin. i might ball on these I'm on, these niggas, Irvin. I might
0: ball on So I guess the, the name of this is Kyrie
1: Irving like pack, I,
2: the yeah, I, I know exactly what it is. Yeah, Lil like, Cray, Kyrie Irving. And it's this kid from Cleveland. And they famous because of the meme with the little kid out in his underwear on the front steps, yeah. rapping along with it. And like, wow. Yeah. Some like eight year old kid. Yeah. He, he was quiet. like, went viral on.
1: And hey, people rip back dead about, dead 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 about dead 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 that song. I'm That's crazy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> They made that song Wow
0: You like this shit But you didn't bob you bobbing like that. your head to this But you, you won't bob your head to the god. I didn't
3: like Twerk Bitch
0: Why not? Because it had the Because of the B word in it
3: Probably, I'm just asking I don't you. know I mean I don't know I just It didn't move me it I didn't it, like it this shit right here moved yeah. you Yeah And shout out to Megan Who said every song named After a basketball player Is a good song
0: <laughs> <laughs> Honestly <'Cause> Kobe <laughs> Are you serious Honestly yeah. that, That's that, that's to get The young millennials Attention Naming it at the basketball players Yeah that's. Well I league. don't be
3: knowing yeah, Who these niggas say are
1: anybody. Not really cause man, Can't get my attention With no
3: basketball God. players
0: Not at all But, you, if you,
3: but na- you, I'm saying if you name them Like I probably won't know them Unless it's like The very big ones D-Rose I don't know
0: so You don't know, you know who Kyrie Irving is
3: I've heard of him But I don't know what he looked like I don't know what team he played for.
0: Damn. Damn. <laughs> damn. That's when you need that Florida. Damn, damn, damn.
4: <laughs>
0: I am honored tonight. Honored. Okay, I got to get myself right, my mind right. Give me a bombs.
1: That was trash, low key. Give me another bombs. Trash.
0: Tonight, I'm honored. We should be all honored. We have a famed hip hop journalist in our behest. David Drake is here. At so many shrimp.
1: Welcome, welcome.
0: What's going on? Welcome to the Reasonable Ignorance Podcast. Thank you for having me. That's the guy that knew all of the all of the songs that we were playing before. And I was I was just shocked that he knew and he he, he know his shit. So it's gonna be a great interview.
2: Yeah. Welcome. Welcome. Thanks for having me, guys. Hand claps for I, I hope it's gonna be oh, Look. <laughs> this interview
0: is all about you.
2: I hope I hope that I can be uh sufficiently entertaining. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you I'll... knew what Lil Cray was. That's true. Yeah. What? That was Lil Cray that was play the one that you Oh, like. That's
3: his name. Lil Cray. Oh. Hey. I wonder where's
2: Lil Cray from? I think he's from Cleveland. How old is he? That I couldn't tell you. He's from Cleveland. I I believe he's from Cleveland. The land.
0: That's what they call in Cleveland now. The land.
2: That song. I know that song popped off in Cleveland. It did. Yeah. That is amazing.
0: That is like one of. I mean, Keith got kids out here. Seriously. A lot of them. Keith has kids out here. To me, we played last week. We played Uzi Vert. Oh God. Yeah. Seven a.m. is like a Keith record. Right. Right. I, we played who else who else would you consider as as, as one of Keith's kids? Um Now you
2: going on record now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think uh what's his name? The the uh post Malone, White Iverson. You think now I wouldn't have said that at all. Why you say that? I can I can That song it. makes me think of Sitgo. Remember Sitgo? Yeah. It's got that same kind of he does the singing and the the beat is kind of spacey like that. Mm. <laughs>
1: Finally Rich actually was a good album too. That's what's crazy. That Finally shit was a Rich good, was flames. That shit was a good <laughs> yeah, album. It was. That shit crazy.
0: Finally Rich who? By who?
1: Cheese key. key? The album? Yes, yes. That shit was raw, low key. I only, loved it. Oh
3: only like gosh.
0: one record off that. that album. I like what? all but,
3: but one, probably.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like one record. Uh, that record was balling. was Kobe.
2: Ball oh, like I'm Kobe.
3: My I like balling
2: a lot. You know, like Hallelujah? No. Hallelujah. I'll lose the one that a lot of people still bite that flow. Really? Yeah. The there's this guy in Atlanta right now who's real big, made in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. I know him. He's got a record, <laughs> a new record where he made in who? Oh. Made in Tokyo. No. <laughs> yeah. His That's what he goes by. Made in Tokyo. Okay, what's what,
0: what's what's his what's his um uh, his cultural delegation
2: or whatever? He's black. Okay. <laughs> Never heard of him.
0: I've heard of this other kid,
2: the little Yachty kid. Uh, Yachty is definitely a, a child of Keith for sure. He's a child of Keith. Would I you, think so, yeah. Would you consider Kodak Black a child of Keith? No. I think maybe spiritually, he's like a lot. He captures the essence of Keith, right?
1: That's a good word.
2: <laughs> dealing with a journalist, man. I told but, you. <laughs> but I think musically, like when I first heard Kodak Black, to me he sounded like Boosie, or like, uh, like the one of the like B.G. or something. like, you know, sort of a Cash Money kind of delivery. Yeah. Are, are these names foreign to you? No,
0: I, I know them, but I just don't know their music like that. Yeah, like, and, and like, there's no knock on them. You know these, you know that that's their generation. I'm not knocking them. That's that's what they do. It's it's for them. It's for another generation. It's for Dutch and 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 Brit. But I'm just not into them like that. Like I i I like my lane and my music, like what gets me what gets me going. Some songs on the radio I can listen to. Uh like I, I catch the songs late after everybody been listening to me. Like, okay. I just I just caught on to Loyal by Chris Brown and Lil Wayne. What? You just not catching on the Loyal? That's like two, that year like three two years, so. years three. But well, I, I was I was like listening to what I wanted to listen to. I wasn't <laughs> feeling that shit then. But then what caught my what caught my ear was when he said. You uh, why uh, be all about a chick when she all about her? Why give a bitch an itch when she really want nine? I mean, like I was just like, damn, I should have listening to this she, shit. She, <laughs> 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 but it's just certain shit like it's, it's just not me. And I, and I, I see, uh, Dirk and them around sometime. You know what I'm saying? I, I knew them when they was hooping on the hooping circuit. Okay, I knew Reese when he was on the hooping circuit with Lil Chuck and them. But I'm proud for him, but I'm not saying that music is trash, it's just not for me. Right. You know, that's my son. My my when we were talking earlier about how big Chief it got, my son stays in Cincinnati, Ohio. And his senior year, he had people calling him Sosa. And he had <laughs> people tell him like, I'm from Chicago and they call me Sosa. This is that. So real. They ain't give him no problems at all, didn't they? And I was but everybody was like they. They were white, <laughs> suburban kids, suburban Cincinnati. He was, yeah, he he was a, it was him and three other black guys on the team, and he hadn't told him all these stories. So, long story short, he did some shit over the summer before senior year. He had come stay with me for two weeks. And I took him over there. He was just, you ever see the dummy, a crash dummy right in the car? That's yeah. the way he was sitting up in the car. Straight as hell. I was like, no, nah, look at your man in there right there. You want to smoke some weed with them? You took weed with <laughs> the boys. Like, hey, no, that, that's them right there. And right. He, he wouldn't even look. I was like, see what I mean? You're not that tough, dude. Yeah. you scared as hell.
1: Don't play it.
0: Then he went back down, and he's like, man, it's it's different in Chicago. I was like, yeah, because I rode him through the whole Inglewood, damn the block for block. I was hopping out, talking to people, and he he was like, man, when when we get home. by Magic Mike. Because I picked him up from the airport, me and my boy Jerrell and I took him through the hood because he did some some tough gangster shit in the suburbs down there. We got off on 63rd Street. We rode Inglewood. It's like Scared Straight. Scared Straight. Yeah, Yeah, so he. Scared Straight by Magic Mike. He he got it (laughs) together. And right before that that was right before the Benji documentary came out. Okay. So right when the end of the two weeks, two days before we went home, we went to go see the Benji documentary. And then he see me and he was like, Now nah, you knew. now wait a minute. He was like, This was eighty four and this twenty what? And you still know this yeah. So he was like he was shook, but that's for my son though. You know what I mean? Like like those guys are I I can't what I look like being at the Chief Key concert. If I'm not a journalist to report on it. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna be there bobbing but you get my head. Paid to some high tone to I can't listen to
1: that shit. Damn, low key that's a smash too.
0: It. <laughs> it is. And yeah. I was just You got to be high as him to really understand that shit. Bombs! David Drake, what's up? Famed hip hop journalist. Let's talk. All right, let's talk.
2: Let's talk. What's going on? Tell us about your start. Uh, my start as a human being or in, in music. <laughs> oh, writing. we know that got started late one night. <laughs> Mom and dad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, in, in a hip hop field. So, I, no, I, you know, yeah. Where'd you, where are you from?
2: Uh, well, I was born. My parents lived in Chicago. Okay. Was, uh, whatever that uh, hospital is in Lincoln Park. Um, my parents lived like sort of Lincoln Square area. Okay. And, uh. We moved out of state for a bit when I was a kid and then moved back when I was 10. Okay. And I went to junior high and high school up at Evanston. Okay. Evanston Township? Yep. Okay. Wow, uh, kids. Graduated from Evanston in 01. Okay. And I went to college in Ohio for four years then moved back to Chicago. And uh, that was about when I started writing about music. So that was 2005. So.
0: 2005? Yep.
2: What was your introduction to hip hop?
0: Like, like in high school, or like the early part before you knew you wanted to be a journalist so, or whatever.
2: Okay, so I loved hip hop from like I remember my favorite part of any time music came on the radio was when rapping was happening. So I remember like the like those hip house records from the yeah. like late '80s. Okay, whenever the guy starts rapping, I was like, all right, this is this is what I'm listening for. Right. Uh, but like the first thing that I paid money for. I bought a crisscross cassette when I was like 10 years old or 9 years old, something like that. Jump, whenever whenever jump. jump came out, yeah. yeah.
1: Did you wear your pants backwards?
2: My pants weren't big enough to wear backwards. <laughs> <laughs> was not... I wasn't going for that. He was like, you get the Montgomery Awards, the Slims, <laughs> like everybody else is wearing? Yeah, that, that didn't... I wanted to. I'm pretty sure I tried. There's definitely a video out there somewhere in the world of me at like the age of 9 staring like fish eyed into a camera like rapping along with I missed the bus by Chris Cross. Mm, really? <laughs> from front to back. Yeah. Okay. Um no, I was I was real into rap from like the time I was really little. So when we moved back to Chicago when I was 10, uh-huh. Uh that was 93. Possibly one of the greatest times to be listening to rap music and Nineteen ninety three mm, on the radio, yeah. All right. in, I'm Wjpc, uh, jpc, is that right? Yeah, nine fifty. Yeah, yeah. That that was still there, and I would tape off. I mean, GCI, of course. Okay. And I actually found a couple of years ago, and I wrote about this uh, when I was working at Complex. But I found this cassette tape of records that I had taped off the radio from the time I was ten years old, and it was I really liked G funk, <laughs> like that was yeah everything that was on that tape. Uh, I had The Brat, Functified, right. uh, yes. Bob Gunn, Um and Claps, <laughs> Domino, Yeah, you like Domino? Oh yeah, Sweet, Pota- sweet Potato Pie.
0: Is, uh, is wow, <laughs> we got some things in common. And uh, This has a Sweet Potato Pie, I knew it. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to get you yeah. the you hit me with the judge. Dutch was, was, was real <laughs> yeah, it up. I you slept, boy, you slept. I slept.
1: <laughs> I'll let you live.
0: Sweet. You like that record? Domino uh, Sweet Potato Pie?
2: Yeah, I don't know if I got it at the time, but I i mean, it was like catchy as shit. And it was just, uh, I don't know, Ghetto Jam, okay. Warren G stuff from then. This DJ, oh, actually, I remember liking more The Regulators. as. Uh, but what's, what's funny is I remember like you can hear like certain records I would turn off. Like uh-huh. it would go from Snoop Dogg into something and I would like shut it off because I didn't like the song. And I remember one of those was "Me, Myself and I" by De La Soul. <laughs> wow, now, now dude. I love De La Soul, of course. Yeah, yeah. But, but like at the time, I, it was interesting. That just I was like, oh, I don't like this. Actually, "Me, Myself" that was and an I came record. out of
0: '89, so
2: that that it was, was like, an old record. Like, That's at that time. old. That's not right. with this wave right here. So we're
0: gonna keep with, with what's going on. so be like, i with this new shit, right?
2: I did, I did like, like Far Side and uh, Ahmad back in the day was on it. Um, so that, it wasn't all like G Funk, but the West Coast stuff I remember being way bigger really yeah so at the time you you, you, liked the,
0: you so you liked gangster music then
2: yeah I don't think I thought of it that way though like I mean except Snoop definitely came across as like Snoop and Dre came across as like gangsters in a way that uh, I mean I right, So another I had that Prince uh, and Nona Gay love sign do you remember that record yeah that yeah. was on the tape Okay. Like, right. I, I wasn't like, oh, I only listened to get, it, w- it wasn't like that. Or, it, that was just what was, the sound was, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So, so that, that was a part of it, but I, I feel like, like, what Kanye West was to Chance the Rapper, Dre and Snoop were to me. Really? Like, musically. At like, 93. I was 10 when, like, the Chronic Doggy style were blowing up. Okay. They were the biggest, right? He would have been when chance was ten, that's when Kanye was hitting. Okay. And having this huge impact. So I kind of feel like it's like this generational there's well, a huge generational like, gap there. Yeah. You know what I
1: mean? Well, you basically transition it from kind of like being a kid to being a teenager and you really trying to come into your own.
2: And you're like, I wanna I wanna music is a part of my identity now. Mm,
1: yeah. Yeah. I feel you.
2: What were your friends listening to? In
0: that 10 years old to that 14 years old range in Evanston. Nirvana?
2: Uh, (laughs) All all the, I mean, Evanston's a fairly diverse city relative to most suburbs. Uh It's it's like Oak Park. Okay. Uh,
1: (laughs) The engineer born and raised.
2: That's right. (laughs) (laughs) That's
3: what those classes
1: were.
2: Yeah. There there were definitely like Nirvana. you know nirvana fans i never really that stuff never connected with me at the time so you were the oddball then yeah so i mean i was more likely to listen to ace of Bass than i was to listen to rock music okay like it wasn't even like a i liked i guess the more modern production sound or i don't know i just never really got into distorted guitars and but uh but there there were definitely kids that listened to hip hop at my like i i remember like arguments and shit in high school and people talking about rappers they liked and who they didn't like and kids weren't like getting in trouble for wearing Cypress Hill t-shirts and (laughs) that stuff was all that was like Evanston had a huge a pretty big hip hop scene I mean I don't
1: know
3: oh yes
2: it it used to be I feel like in the 90s it was I had a one of my good friends lived on a block where there were a lot I mean it was like a pretty rough my block I'm not
3: Evanston rough
1: but, but
2: There were shootings. I mean, it was it so wasn't loud. like a it wasn't a happy place to live. Okay, <laughs> it wasn't Anglewood either. It's, it wasn't right, right. was right. an Anglewood I'm not yeah. trying to like yeah. make it sound.
1: No, see, from my end I would more so think that it's all good. It nothing like that was happening in Evanston. So when when you get older and you start branching out, you start seeing that. Well, it's shit happens everywhere. Right. It ain't just. It may happen. Certain places more often, but it's like it in smaller everywhere. pockets, maybe. Yeah, but it happens everywhere. So it don't matter where it happens, shit still happens.
0: Yeah, was well, a Section Eight there there's gonna be some
2: bullshit going on. Bombs. brick Yeah. hip hop was big, was big in uh, yeah, Evanston for sure. Did you like Tupac? Of course, absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
0: You like a lot of good shit.
2: Thank you. <laughs> you yeah, have to like pop
0: Now. <laughs> You you said the G Funk era yeah. and West Coast music and everything. Did any of your friends were into Wu Tang? Yeah, definitely. I mean, that was, that, that was their era. That was their that was their good their best run during that, that during that time when you were like ten to fourteen. So from ninety three to like what ninety yeah, yeah, seven. Yeah, they still they still have a good run. But I'm just saying, the height of their run, Mike. Wu-Tang I'll oh, say it was that That double album That Wu-Tang Forever album and that was in 97 Yeah That, that was that was that, your senior year it Took off was,
2: That was my freshman year that was freshman 97
0: your Freshman year? Yeah
2: So so Oh yeah yeah. 97 yeah. I remember Was uh, I definitely knew Kids who like Lined up for that record Okay uh, At that time I'm trying to remember So I started I played trumpet And I got really into music In that Side of things uh i got into jazz and was like listening to a lot of um like miles davis and stuff like that this is by the once i'm getting into high school and i still i still listen to hip-hop but to me hip-hop yeah kind of blue is like my favorite uh record at the time when i listened to hip-hop at that point it became more like pop music so it was like like the way i experienced it Uh i had friends who were like buying the albums and dissecting all the lyrics and so i i still knew like You know certain method man verses or uh whatever but like i sort of started to treat hip-hop more as like pop music at that point for a period really in high school it it was i mean it was everywhere that was like the moment when hip-hop was basically starting with like puffy yeah through uh you know the mid-2000s i feel like hip-hop was just that was so much a part of top 40 that anywhere you were in america you knew hip-hop records in a way that isn't as true now, I think okay. For our kids coming up So in high school Yeah At Everston um, You're playing the trumpet Sure How long? Uh, so I I mean, I'd started that earlier But I started taking it seriously in high school uh-huh. Like I thought I was going to be a musician At one point Like that's what I was I'm going to play trumpet and, and do this like for a living Jazz music? Or just Maybe. playing the trumpet period? just playing the trumpet period jazz was the thing that interested me the most uh-huh. like musically but that was I was just working on getting better at it and so I, I was like practicing like three four hours a day so please tell me you've seen this one particular movie Mo Better Blues by Spike Lee I have the seen it. alright alright and I have not alright so all right. <laughs> but, but the, see, you see, know what you just see Denzel's
0: character was playing he was a trumpet player and he played the jazz so it's like and 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 the score was so crazy in there with the with the jazz music, and it w- it was just like you you had to see that
2: movie like to really right. appreciate a trumpet player. And yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a new there's a Miles Davis movie that's uh, I don't know if it's out yet with Don Cheadle. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. out. I don't know. I don't it's, out out what of I know you Yeah, I, I want to see it. I haven't seen. it I want to see that. I think it's called that Miles. Shit looked, I think, is it called? Don Miles? Cheadle was an incredible actor. Yeah, straight up.
0: So I mean okay you want to be a musician and trumpet right side note have you seen mobile blues yet i have not you <laughs> have it
3: okay
0: all right
3: <laughs> hold on i got a question were you ever interested in rapping
2: <gasps> <laughs> uh, i would say that when i was 10 years old i was interested in rapping but i don't think it lasted much longer than that i yeah i would say that not really you got would have raps in, I would have been an R&B I would have been a okay.
3: freestyle for us?
2: I don't, I don't. But <laughs> That was definitely a song That I wrote I, A friend and I wrote Back then That was called Dressed in Black
3: Okay, okay. What <laughs> you wearing
2: right now? And it was This is before Men in Black right? This yeah. is like Yeah sure I'm yeah, you, you, i you got the yellow shoes but <laughs> <laughs> No I'm, I've always said I'm more of a I'm, I'd be more likely to be a singer If I was to be a Really? I'd, I'd do the hooks. I wouldn't. I have, a, I, have good, I have a good have a good sense dog. of pitch. Yeah. You, I'll do you said it, right? The hooks. They dog. <laughs> <of> the hooks.
0: <laughs> That's my last name. Yes. The hell you talking about the, the chorus? Uh, um, hooks. So let's go to junior year.
2: Jun- junior year. Of junior high year,
0: school. senior year before right. What's 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 hip hop to you then?
2: Junior- Where are you
0: at as a as a young male, as a young teen then in in ninety nine, two thousand 2001 sure and what uh, is hip-hop
2: what was hip-hop to you at that point in your life certainly uh jay-z uh oh Lord, here he goes. <laughs> not not a jay-z guy no nah, i'm a jay-z fan but
0: you know these two on, on, on these two on your left right. or one across from you right now stands uh, the okay. one on your left stand one across super stand <laughs> I mean, I, 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 it's every week we it, it's, it's Jay Z some kind of reference, but go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. quite sure the man had to write down all the lyrics to song Cry to sing them to some young lady, right? <laughs> I mean, that was that was, that was that was that was like his love song, <laughs> even though he hadn't went through the whole thing all the way the same way as you probably had to write down the, uh, all the words to the barge, uh, Ooh, and I like it. <laughs> I know you had to pass that letter. I like the way you comb your hair. And I like those styles. You wrote all them words down. Yeah. I know you did. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. didn't know no better. Yeah. Like she didn't have a radio. <laughs> <laughs> wrote down all that shit. Like, she's like, get your fat ass with me. You the <laughs> that's what I did with that new edition. So she's like, get your nappy head ass with me. This is Michael from New Edition. Magic Mike appears at, um, Jokes and notes every Wednesday. <laughs> claps. Every Wednesday night. 835. Showtime is show 830. It it's five dollars to get in. Two drink Forty six, forty one, South King Drive. There you All right, go. Now
2: back to you day. Bobs. Uh you said Jay-Z. Oh uh, yeah, definitely. Uh yeah. that was like, you know, volume two, volume three, Jay-Z. Uh I don't know, that was like the that's still my favorite era for rap music. So I feel really? like every every. At some level it is Every artist then That was popular Had their own unique style And way of doing it. Like You couldn't really say To the degree that people do now That anyone's biting anyone else In a major Right Like nobody sounded like Mystical Nobody sounded like yeah. Ludicrous DMX, Nobody sounded like DMX sounded like Well Ja Rule kind of people said That's what's crazy is At the time people said Ja Rule sounded kind of like DMX But now what They sound really it? different Totally yeah. Compared to like, or people used to say, Even Shine sounded content. like Biggie. Yeah. yeah, that's how like distinct. That's how worried people were if yeah. you sounded too much like somebody else. Yeah, was that Shine and ja Rule were considered like biters. Now there's like guys that are virtual photocopies. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, but, like, but Busta was really Busta was huge Busta. when in, incredible. Busta look. had a good run, man. But Busta and Redman are the two that were like, uh, I feel like. Kind of got underrated as time went on after yeah. that. But at the time we're so big. Redman was like a superstar.
1: Yeah, he had that video where the girl drove into the car. Everybody loved that video.
0: Oh yeah. On on, on the video on the bike.
1: Guy. Yeah. And she
0: flipped over she the whole car. car. Red man was yeah. funky everywhere. And we was <laughs> down in we was down in the carbon there with that looking at that video, man. He he! They really did something as far as on that treatment with that video and everything. There, there was a lot of money in the industry then. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was. It was. Yeah, that it album was what the what was that? That one when he was, he drew himself on the front, looked like a Mario Brothers. Was that, that was, that was his own character. Yeah, that was yeah, his yeah, own. Yeah, character. that was yeah. him. But he had the mascot
1: before the Kanye, what, right? He had the yeah. That was it with the red hoodie with the red head on.
0: Yeah, I mean, Redman was was really ahead of his time. I so look,
2: 2001, your Jay Z. Fan, you left off with Yeah, that. I would I would have in the of the Jay-Z Nas stuff, I would have taken Jay-Z's side. That's Damn, man. My man. You come back to this. Podcast claps, man, you, I want swear. To.
1: you come back when you want to. We can discuss Jay-Z records.
0: I might as well go ahead and leave right now. <laughs> all right, take all <laughs> that Adidas shit out of
1: here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dave, you said Jay-Z. You would have sided with Jay-Z in 2001?
2: Yeah. At the time. You're
0: singing in in high school you got tr- you playing the trumpets women at your at your behest or whatever
2: <laughs>
0: and he you heard you about to go to college and you want t- and choose Jay-Z He heard well, the that, takeover, didn't, man. Happen. The that takeover. didn't happen
2: till I was in college it did that was, the, that was like summer remember yeah the summer jam that of 2001 like Blueprint didn't come out till like September yeah you're
0: an accurate historian too at the
2: same time
0: <laughs> huh generous, well, I,
2: I, this is like memories I remember Chief cuz I I was actually in New York like right before 9/11. That shit
1: was crazy. Hey, yeah, Blueprint. that was the day, yeah.
2: Blueprint came out on September 11th. So what was your what was
0: what was the song you was playing on Prime Night then? What rap song was you playing on Prime Night? Ah I don't know. you <laughs> <laughs> him my
2: This is bad. you supposed to be playing oh, oh, I, I, I should have said, like my so friends definitely listened to a lot of Cash Money. That was like a big. Back
1: then? Cash Money was oh, taking yeah. over. Yeah. 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 Cash 97? Money. I mean, no, 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 2001? No, 97 Blame. through 2000.
2: Maybe 2001 like, is maybe a little late, but like, the, we, we lo- really liked the big timers. I got that work album. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. which is I feel like this is the reasonable ignorance podcast. I can celebrate that record here, right? Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. That's... that's got some very ignorant lyrics on it. Unapologetically ignorant lyrics on that What's album. What's that? The Big Timers. I got that work. Oh,
1: The Big Timers was actually they're underappreciated I th- because I they think had so. hits. They had uh Oh yeah. I can't remember. Oh yeah. Oh, no, it's not gonna yeah. Happen. With the Gator boots with the that was the shit.
0: What about the other one for the uh, the comedy? The, uh, the, uh, the uh, Rolling Kings of Cold
1: Rolling, yeah, Rolling. rolling. They uh, had hits. They was doing it. They yeah,
0: yeah. Everybody hits. get your <laughs> roll <laughs> on Number
2: one stunner. Number yeah.
1: one. Everybody, every artist from Cash Money, low key, got their roll off on that in that time. Not in that time frame, but within their cycle, everybody from that label got their roll off. That's amazing to yeah. think about. Because Rockefeller didn't even do that. Yeah, sorry, true. sorry, Bleak. But hey, look, Bleak. Bleak. Bleak, Bleak I love Bleak. I'm probably Bleak's <laughs> biggest fan. But you know, did you
0: like did you like Memphis Bleak? <laughs> yeah, hell
2: yeah. Dave, yeah. no.
0: <laughs> you didn't like Memphis Bleak first album. He,
2: he got some really good just Blaze beats. Really good know. just oh, Blaze beats. God, he got some. Damn, you just gave him no credit at all as a as an artist. I mean, you know, he has some
0: classic. He moments. got some
1: really good just Blaze beats, and just Blaze my favorite producer, so it makes sense.
0: Wow. His, his, best, his best verse probably one on the intro on the, on the Hard Knock Life. Where he's like, he's going to be a good rapper. Uh, found mm-hmm. me a bitch. Uh, he said, screw good and I'm pitching the PJs. I don't know uh, about the, that verse. Man. He, he, he went kind of hard I know
1: now. about the verse, but I feel like he might not have written it. So I don't you, wanna, you don't think so? I don't want <laughs> to give him the piece on that one.
0: No credit here, huh? No credit. Huh? the man. No, I'll give it to Jay-Z fans.
3: So I got a question.
0: All right. For me? <laughs> his name is yes, Dave. No, I know his name. I was, I was
3: just giving a dramatic pause. Go go for,
0: go as, forward, girl. Okay. Go give that dramatic pause. Okay. Go ahead.
3: And no disrespect with my question, no, but no. as a rap fan, as a gangster rap fan, <laughs> sure. And as a white boy, sure. Do you say nigga <laughs> when you rap? No, no. Not at all. Not no, even no. to yourself? No. You can tell us.
2: I don't I don't know. <laughs> I that do. Was... I do little radio edit noises sometimes if I need to like fill space. Like, right? yeah. <laughs> I'm like <"Roo."> That's what's <laughs> up. Yeah, no, not a, just yeah.
3: just feeding my own curiosity right now.
0: It's not. I mean, now that's... she's at peace.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she was over there <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my
0: god.
2: <laughs> but you've been in concerts where that's that's happened though, right? Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, of course, concert shows will say that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Y- y- y'all been sitting here tonight. Y'all set it record for it. I mean.
3: <laughs> right, I'm, I'm saying like, it's crazy. A I, I was like, Evan,
0: you, know, you can like be I re- said. be 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 as real as you can about it, seriously, because oh, the thing I, about it, yeah. she wanted to ask it, and she was a little nervous about asking it, but she did it anyway, because yeah. I'm quite sure you've been at the concerts where mm-hmm. you're right next to the white male, the white woman, mm-hmm. and they don't give no fucks. Yeah, they'll sit up and say the n word without no yeah. problem.
3: And then Kanye West was like. I've given all the white people permission to say nigga tonight. At the <laughs> yes. At the I was like, yeah. okay, Kanye
0: Yeah. Yeah, you can say it tonight. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly.
1: On the beach. I'm pretty sure everybody yeah. in there was like, shit, fuck you. He is cool with you, it's cool with me too. Yeah.
3: I mean
0: Cardi B it, would be I, so proud of you right now for the questions you asked.
1: <laughs> what the Cardi fuck? Cardi B.
3: That is so insulting. So that's a girl. Forever forever. (laughs) You gotta get that
2: shmoney. Use your Cardi B. 2001. I mean, to answer the question, I I think that, uh, I mean, like I said, I came up, Evanston is a very progressive community. It's a diverse community and it was a place where uh, people would definitely check you if you tried to do some shit like that. Really? Yeah. I mean, that's, it's, I don't I don't think that that's necessarily very common but I think in like places like Oak Park and Evanston and like definitely people I knew would have if anyone that we knew was like rapping along with that and said that they would have gotten checked for it. So wait a minute, you all you all could be you and your guys could be rapping
0: doing the parts of Snoop whatever. You're going to blurt out you're not going to say the, the N-word part. No. No, because you know how we do we our eyebrows we we listen with our eyes, like look (laughs) at Say it. Okay. And then you know. Can I be honest? Yeah.
1: I strictly do not care. Yeah. Like it's it's, at the moment of the if I don't care if you say it or don't say it, but at the same time, it doesn't really affect me. I mean Especially if you are singing a song, like I'ma say shit that I shouldn't say. And it's a song. You expressing a song. It's not not female. (laughs) <laughs> exactly, you feel me? It's just yeah. a song,
4: yeah.
3: And that's what I was gonna say. Like being at Kanye concert, it wasn't necessarily that I had a problem with it. It's, I mean, it's a little uncomfortable, but at the end of the day, we all having fun. We all singing a song. But I'm also not gonna say that I. I don't know. I don't know how I feel. Like I don't never address it when it happens, just cause. But I'm gonna tell like, I'm
0: gonna tell you like this. You can't really just deviate and get mad and. Or, or, I don't.
1: You got to feel the situation because everything that happened to me, you know, about disrespect what? from not. When I got, got shot, you damage. know who did
0: it? It wasn't a white man. It was a nigga. <laughs> my car Bombs. got started. It wasn't a white man. It was a nigga. It happens. My, my baby mama got fucked by somebody. She cheated. She cheated, she cheated with her nigga. It wasn't a nigga. No man. <laughs> so y'all need to cut the bullshit, all right? Just like the song say, "Cut it, cut." <laughs> <laughs> um, Two thousand
2: one, Dave. Yeah, that's when I went to college. University of what out oh, to the College of Worcester in Ohio? Never heard of it. <laughs> it's a small private liberal arts school that gave me a lot of money. My family did not have a lot of money unlike most uh, I think Caucasian families in Evanston. Okay. um I had a single mom and a brother and sister, and uh, I got a lot of scholarship money from I got more money than I would have gotten at a state school going to a private really liberal arts school, yeah um. So
0: so you wait wait yeah. you you interject you threw a, you threw something out of here yeah single parent household yes interesting yeah how how did you <laughs> feel about that
2: um did you have a relationship with your father I did have a relationship with my dad uh, he he and my mom divorced when I was five and my dad uh was not really I don't know I don't want to go into family stuff but my my dad and I are still close. Okay. Uh, but he lives in New York, upstate New York. Okay. And my mom still lives here. Okay. And um, we, uh, you know, when when I was a kid for a couple of years, we were on welfare. Uh, we, I grew up in an apartment. I shared a room with my brother. Um, I'm not saying that to be like it was a hard, I was not like a hard luck case or anything like that. Okay. Uh, but like you know i think that uh at some level probably what resonated with me about rap music was that it actually spoke to aspects of that yeah, your situation life. yeah that that felt re- you know I, I can still remember i've told this story before but i can still remember when do you remember how they used to send out those letters that would say like uh you may have already won 1 million dollars or whatever yeah i remember one time when my mom the came sweet home steaks, from work yeah. and my little brother met her at the door and he was like mom you don't have to worry anymore because he read that envelope and thought it was just, yeah, that she'd yeah, actually exactly. won some real yeah. money kind of yeah. so like man bullshit. that yeah. kind of I mean that kind of stuff like rap music was the only thing that really spoke to that in, in a way that like yeah. rock yeah. music wasn't about that at all which well, was probably escape, to did you, you have black escape? friends <laughs> that's
3: what I was wondering too oh, okay. I
2: did um yeah Sure. Best friends? I had one very good friend who was black. I had a very good friend who was Chinese. I don't know. I was not. Okay, so that's it's a little weird because in high school, I was a little bit. I would have friends. I didn't have like a group, like a real core social group. I would have friends from different groups. Gotcha. And so as a result, I think there was probably long periods where I didn't even think of myself as having a best friend. Um, or or feeling I always felt and I think this probably is related to why I became a writer okay because I think that writers at some level you you feel a little bit removed from the way that normal social groups interact you feel like you sort of intellectualize it too much yeah and I think that so was, I mean I definitely had uh friends of mine who were of different ethnicities but like Best friends, uh, I wouldn't say that I really had like through most of high school. I don't think I even had a best friend necessarily. Like, okay. you become more of an introvert because it's uh, it's weird because as yeah. a, as a personality, I'm actually very much an extrovert, and I'm yeah. a very social person. Uh huh. Like I and this when we talk about if we talk about college, I don't know this is like becoming biographical, but if we talk about and, my and, college years, talk. B- which what we hear I, I, I became I became much more uh, like we I used to throw parties in college and like. Beer pong, do huh? the music, and I was I wasn't really a beer pong. I mean, I was alright at it. Yeah, how many, <laughs> but, keg, how many keg stands you did? Keg stands, not not very many. Man. I was I was in the weird like the the cool like arty.
3: We have like, such okay. opposite lives. You yeah. did keg stands?
2: Hell yeah, beer pong. <laughs> hell yeah. She went to S I U E. That's a very different school environment. I mean, I we we drank a lot. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm
1: not. Did you drink Jameson? Yeah. <laughs> I know what the fuck ah. I'm talking about. Oh, man.
0: That's what the fuck I'm talking about. That was a, that, it, 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 This was a dilemma. As a side note, last last episode.
1: Come on, man. And I just started drinking Jameson. Right. Let's go.
0: Last episode, mm. I asked, "When did black people start drinking Jameson?" In
1: that, college.
0: That's out of my uh, world knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's I out know, of my. <laughs> but it has to be the last. Seven to eight years is a recent phenomenon is black people drinking Jameson. Now, we're used to drinking Crown Royal. Right, right. Me and the OG, the triple OG over here, Crown Royal. Jameson delegation. Crown Royal delegation. You understand what I'm saying? So I don't know when what happened between the generations whereas generation we're in Generation X. You are the millennial generation. True. And Jameson came into came into foreplay. I mean came into came into the front. You know, and I tried it last week for the first time. It was the worst.
3: <laughs> it was good and bad at the same time.
0: So <laughs> I was sleepy as hell driving on the way home. I didn't enjoy
3: it. I, me too. Yeah. My text was. messages was popping though.
0: Bombs! Okay, something's wrong with the bombs. All right. Um Used them all up,
2: <laughs> <laughs> liberal arts college, yeah. you were a social person, oh yeah, so what I was saying in like high school i was I was less social, and also I think so my, like I said, my family didn't have a lot of money, and it was made very clear to me uh that if I didn't get scholarships, I wasn't going to so what'd you I get a scholarship was, in uh, I'd music ones and then. Like I had an academic one, and then there's also like they would do like a need based one. So based on my fam, you know, my family's income. My mom wasn't making that much money, and she had two other kids in high school still. So they they the idea was if you got into the college, then they fill what else needs to be done, taken care of to get you
1: get into you the college. Yeah. Right. So they pretty much was investing in you.
2: Exactly. And this was a small college in, in Ohio. It was a small private liberal arts school, uh, like two. It's smaller than Evanston Township, like two thousand people. Wow. Evanston is like three thousand. What major city was it next to? It's about an hour from Cleveland. Okay. Yeah. So you used to go up to Cleveland all the time to go party or whatever. Dev, once I was a senior, we would go pretty often. Yeah. What'd you do the freshman and junior year, the freshman through junior year? <laughs> we party on. It's it's in the middle of like cornfields, and it really is like if you're given lemons make lemonade kind of situation. Would you go cow tipping? <laughs> that, that, that is exact. I've been asked <laughs> that so many times about about that experience. No. But people want you to. Yeah. They took me, I, I asked because they
0: took me out there in the fields in Texas one time to do it.
2: And cow tipping? And, and I really
0: realized once I stepped into cow shit, I was like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> I was <more> going <laughs> to sure about my gym shoes, and they knew I was from the city, man. They was like, it's some fucking gym shoes. I was like, man, these are my fucking my shoes. Was it Jordans or Nikes or which ones? I was wearing I was I think I, was, I had on some, some commerce then. I had on my Magic Johnson gym shoes. Okay. And and I stepped in some cow shit. <laughs> and I had to put the shoes in the shower and really like really wash them off.
1: Really? You should have treated them like you ever went to the county and did. Or you get locked up and they take your shoestrings and shit. Yeah, I did all you that. You don't wear them no more. That's yeah. bad luck. So you should have just got rid of them. Man.
0: And they wanted us to go up behind the cow. And he was like, be careful because if you go this side, he wake up, he might kick
1: you back. I, I like, thought cow tipping was a myth, honest to God.
0: No, they sleep and you got to push them over.
1: I thought it was a uh, myth. I thought it was just like cartoons we, and movies. Type you know who I
0: went out there with? With Will taking sleep in the baseball team. And I was out there with some big, strong white boys who could, did you guys took the did. cow though. They, they 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 did. I didn't. know I, I was my fucking shoes. I was. I didn't give a shit. I was hoping was the cow assessor. kicked them.
1: He was an accessory.
0: And, uh they 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 pushed him. He me, he moved and shit. And but when it's like by the time they turned around to run, I heard him I was all the way back. Was I was I was, like <laughs> at least 40, I was like at least forty. at least forty yards away from them. Stories by magic. And I heard him Ooh all that shit. <laughs> That was the most fun they had. I was like, I don't want to get the Street so bad. <laughs> I want to show them some real fun, some real shit.
1: <laughs> some Curtis Snow shit. Yeah.
2: Freshman and junior years. Sure. What'd What's you your major in? Yeah. I met, so I went and I wanted to do music. I was still playing trumpet. And then basically I was like at a point where you're like, either you spend the rest of your four years in a practice room or – uh i you know i wanted to at this point i'm like i need to like figure out how to meet girls and not be a social weirdo okay and so that was the moment where i was like i'm not going to i think i'm not going to do music and i ended up doing history just because i had a professor there that was i enjoyed that class it was like things made sense everything sort of fell into place and history ended up being so I, that was like my freshman year i ended up majoring in history okay and i think that ended up informing a lot of how i write about music is very much uh based on that uh, in the in a lot of the stuff that i learned about history as an undergrad there okay um but yeah history was my major and but i sp- honestly spent most of the time like just listening to as much music as i could um we would throw parties every weekend my junior and senior years every weekend so i lived in this house called the greenhouse which was supposed to be like a Res- like we were supposed to do environmentally friendly stuff, like recycling and volunteering at an organic farm, and but really we just threw parties. <laughs> Which was uh, some recycling and organic shit was going on just in a the- y'all own special way. Some organic, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Some orgasms like a motherfucker. Y'all was getting girls over there, bullshitting around. I know exactly how it goes. Was, you was didn't that college like experiment?
1: Was that like had it always went or was that just something y'all did or was that like that's kind of like the that it's was our like innovation the guys, to the. Uh, it, was, yeah. it wasn't.
2: It didn't used to be like that. And then our, our generation was kind of. I think cynical. Yeah. This was like when the Iraq War was happening, right? So everyone, we would, we would like, protest that or get involved in that kind of stuff. But I think that people were feeling very jaded. Yeah. And so we. Uh, kill
0: Saddam.
2: <laughs> kill Saddam.
0: And then you lean over to the girl next to you, like, don't give me some pussy tonight, right? <laughs> kill Saddam. Yeah, yeah, I know so, something doing, like that. Making the funk like y'all really nerds and shit down there, fucking and sucking like y'all life away. <laughs> Mama graduated <laughs> barely. Jokes so, and notes on Wednesdays. <laughs> yeah. Magic I Mike. Put my fucking cock in Annie all weekend. <laughs> all semester.
2: All semester. That's about. I'm um, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, <I>
0: think- <laughs> No, you ain't
2: fake like they in. was like, <laughs> some greenhouse shit. Yeah, more rubbers in the there than longer to last. So then, uh, yeah, at these parties, I used to I used to be the DJ, so I will play a lot of. I was going to ask that, and I that's was... that's how I. Yeah. So, were you actually mixing on the ones and twos and everything on the record, or, or... eventually? Yeah, I bought my so between my junior and senior years, I bought a pair of turntables, which I still have. Okay, a pair of uh, Technics from. Um, the place that used to be right near Doc uh what's that place called? Uh by gramophone in Lakeview. Okay. And then brought them back with me to college and like mix and and do parties um like every weekend at the house that we lived in.
0: What was your DJ name? I just
2: I didn't have a DJ name. DJ
0: Dave with the dick. I, I wasn't getting paid for it. I was doing it
2: <laughs> I didn't I didn't even like Meet me at the Winds greenhouse. Of that, I was like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the, yeah. Greenhouse. the
0: greenhouse. The uh, greenhouse. Yeah. How did, how did the numbers go for the ladies after, after you started DJing? The numbers went up in there. He's not laughs, married. so Are you, you married? know it was the truth. Are you you know it's the fucking <laughs> truth. I, I, I can't and I, and
2: I I mean, I DJed after, so when I moved back to Chicago, I DJed for the next, uh, basically till 2010. Yeah, you really numbered. Really? really hit the, hit the 2011. Where did you DJ at? I, I would DJ at like small, I wasn't DJing at like clubs or anything like that. Yeah, it was like. I did you this uh my favorite spot was this place called Danny's in Bucktown. Yeah. Which was like the best possible. They had an amazing sound system. It was a small space. Guaranteed a score. Dance
0: floor. Guaranteed a score, <laughs> I like baby. The, he was I guaranteed like the, to score. That's what he was. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Fuck the Paris nightclub. Was that the hip shit? was that was that the hipster the beginning of the hipster thing? Yeah, it was I mean it pretty much coincided with that, yeah. Okay. This is, you know, it's Bucktown from two thousand six. 2007 to 2010. 2005. You graduate. Yeah. Senior. From, how you say it again? Worcester. Worcester. Mm-hmm. What's the next phase? I moved to Chicago. Okay. Uh, and then for most of that time, I had day jobs that I hated that were really bad. Oh. Or in retrospect, they're very entertaining, but at the time I hated them. I worked at Wrigley Field for one summer, like supervising food stands. I... Hand claps. <laughs> How
0: many games did the Cubs lose that year? One hundred and twenty.
2: Oh, <laughs> it, at least.
0: I know you was mad Your Cubs fan. Lou Pannella was Lou. Lou Luke, Luke Panella was the was the. uh it? No, was it Dusty Baker? Uh,
2: two, this was two thousand nine. When I was when I worked at the Cubs? Uh, who was the manager? Then? I think Dusty was right. Wasn't he still no, there? It probably
0: was Lou Piniella.
2: It was Lou it, it, it was Lou. I'm spacing on yeah. what the years were. But I...
0: Uh, I think Dusty was there in 05 and 06. Uh, remember the year when they they blaming it all on Bartman? <laughs> right.
2: Yeah. That was 03. Yeah. That was like 03. Yeah, 03. yeah. yeah really... so
0: Dusty left like two years later. Okay. And then Lou came.
2: Yeah, it must have been Lou then. Yeah. I, so yeah, I, I have a real weaselly answer about whether I'm a Cubs fan or not, which is that so my parents were both or my mom was a Cubs fan, but when I was a kid, I remember we would always get tickets. We would always get free tickets to the Sox games. Right. So I ended up going to like tons of Sox games. Okay. Uh, and and I became a Sox fan. Right. Head claps. Because as a kid, that was all. We, yeah. You couldn't get tickets to go to the Cubs. No, you couldn't. You so. All. I kind of considered my and also you know the Sox were like in '93. Yeah. Until the strike, they were like one of the best teams in baseball. Yeah,
0: Jack McDowell, baby. See, when you look, when you, you when you say that you're from Evanston and from the north side and everything, you get stereotyped as being a Cubs fan.
2: So I just had to ask that. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, but he knew working the whole there made me not... crisscross out. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm from the south side, and I'm a Cubs fan. Same. And I feel a little bit of rage about the Sox fan.
0: Wait, wait, wait! How are you a Cubs fan,
1: Britt?
3: I was born a Cubs fan because my parents, like he said, just claimed it.
0: See, gotcha. we
1: got free tickets to the and Sox to, games, but I, I went to only Sox liked...
3: and Cubs games though as a kid.
1: Yeah, that's. I've never I been to a Cubs game, and I'm a fan of the Cubs.
2: I've been to a Cubs game before.
1: Yeah, how hey, was it? They cracked
3: I it wish I'd been as an adult. You.
2: They party. It, it is a party. They yeah. a motherfucking party. Try working that though. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's, it's like the world's biggest singles bar. It is. Ooh, I'm going to something. I can't yeah. wait to go. They party. Can't wait to go. Pops.
4: Well,
0: I'm gonna have music. Yeah, magic Mike, black white socks, hat, cocked to the right.
1: Gonna get jumped.
0: My uh, <laughs> bat out. My bat gonna be out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so you graduate, uh huh, and you move back to Chicago, and, and I work. I worked a lot of jobs, and then I would try and DJ that you hate couple t- yeah the jobs were bad like i worked i was recruiting people for focus groups so it was just basically just on the phone all day um that job was horrible <laughs> i fell a- i fell asleep in the bathroom once how um, long <laughs> i'm I'm, a- I'm embarrassed to say they were they were like wondering where i was when i oh, got back up <laughs> you,
0: you don't know how to you was knocked out yeah, you really white. you really went to the and went
2: to bed <laughs>
0: I go to watch. So sleep, and I, I go to sleep for about ten minutes, and to my legs while I was falling asleep. I slept
3: for like five hours at work one
0: day. You see, white
3: too. <laughs> <laughs> y'all
2: don't, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> you got you to put your phone and you set the alarm on the phone. Yeah, mm. but that's before all that shit. I just knew I had to get back. Yeah, I, job, I, had, I had to take the metro out to the suburbs to do this job, uh-huh. and if I would fall asleep on the train and miss the stop, I'd be halfway to Wisconsin and be like, oh, "I'm gonna be late today." <laughs> have to get off the train and ride the train. Back. You, fell or,
0: or you, do, you fell asleep recently or something at work? What you oh, Dutch? Oh, uh, uh-huh, okay.
1: <laughs> I just feel his pain for having to be halfway to Wisconsin for missing one stop. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. That's all fucking day
2: that was the that was the worst job uh i don't know i've i had a bunch of bad ones office jobs temp jobs and basically i was always writing on the side and djing on the side um going back to that that whole going back to that love of music thing, right yeah so what made you just say
0: i'm gonna take a i'm gonna take a jump in this put my talents to work with the with the writing thing So,
2: the first time I worked worked full-time freelance for about a year, Um, I left my job at the end of 2010, I think. 2010 or 2011, somewhere in there. It must have been 2010. Uh, Yeah, and decided to freelance full-time because at that point I'd had, nowadays, like, a new writer comes along and they can have 10 different publications under their belt in, like, a year. Because there's a need for constant content, right? Yeah, right. Right. You go on Facebook, you see like 30 articles. That's because they need to constantly feed this. But at that time, that was not the case. And I was like, but 2009 was finally the time where I was like starting to get enough. I'd written for like NPR, for Vibe, for uh, Pitchfork, for the Tribune. At that point, I was starting to get to the point where I had enough things that I could start to juggle different publications. Because the freelance, you're always you know. There's never enough work from one place, when it comes to writing. So you're always exactly trying to trade off. And uh,
0: but how did you break through though? I mean, how did you get? How was your articles as a freelancer able and as a new? Mm-hmm. Uh, not because you know, with hip hop writers, you got the, you got Elliot Wilson, sure, famed hip hop writer. You have, um, Dream ha- Hampton. Harry Allen, yeah, Dream Hampton, <clears throat> like Magic Mike said, famed hip hop writers, you right. know, from the '90s eras and everything. Um, you got Blanco with with, with uh, uh, what's his name? Aqua Blanco, yeah, who did the Wu Tang Manual? Um, you got all these different ones. So, sure. how do you, being a guy that's that's hates corporate, that hates <laughs> corporate America, sure. can I ask, can, we, can we go on record as saying that? I would say that's generally true. Yeah, love loves music, and and, and and most importantly, loves rap music. And you are able to get your articles placed. You don't have a journalist degree, am I correct?
2: Correct. I just have the history. Yeah,
0: you just have a history degree, right? And you're able to art. You able to break through.
2: What was what was the breakthrough? What was the first breakthrough? So the first thing. Um, well, so the internet really changed a lot of stuff. Uh, so so <laughs> there's this great article that I read recently that was a journalist giving advice to other journalists who want to become journalists. And basically someone asks him, you know, how do I break in? And he's like, basically the best way to, he's like, I can't actually tell you how to do it because the rules change so quickly and how to break in always changes. But my experience was, I became obsessed with this thing that nobody in a million years thought was going to make money and event. And the only, it was so far from the realm of like ambitious people wanting to do it that like people just left you alone to do it. That, you know, whatever you're doing, it there was no, no one would have the faintest idea that it could possibly bring you a career. And the only other people that you would talk to while you're doing this Are like weird people who don't have jobs and are unable to function in society normally and can't socialize well. And eventually, what happens is you're in that area long enough, Uh something pops off, and suddenly, because you're at the right place at the right time and you know everything about this thing, it takes you with it and you become lodged in. In the, uh, I don't know what the word is. I'm the, looking be- the belly of, of, of the yeah. system. What's going on? Yeah, that like, and and that is the actual. I think best advice to anyone who's trying to make make it as a journalist in something is to find the thing that you care about so much that there aren't like what happens is you end up with ambitious people competing with you in a lot of different realms. Okay. And those people, if, if they think they can make money off of it, you'll end up with so much competition, it becomes extremely hard to succeed. So what you do is you find the thing that only you could possibly care about or a few other weirdos who aren't going to make money off of it because they're that dysfunctional. Okay. <laughs> and then, I mean, either it works or it doesn't, but that would be how I would describe my, my path. I think that that's fair to say that that's what happened to me. Uh, Not that people weren't trying to cover hip-hop for money. Right. But that the way that I was covering it and what I was interested in and the kind of music that I was covering was shit that people said was not going to make it. was not interesting or it was the wrong way to cover it or it wasn't the thing that was likely to succeed or... Anyway... That's like the very general story of, I feel like, how I... Am I making sense? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're listening. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Like, the specifics of it, like, the internet at that point had a lot of weird people on it. 2010, right? Even even earlier than that, like, when I first started writing on the internet, 2003, 2004, I was just writing, like, a personal blog. Okay. One of the first people that linked to me was the hip-hop writer Oliver Wang was uh he had written i forget what the magazines were he wrote in the 90s about source and or pages or yeah one one of the i'm I'm trying i'm spacing on what it was he also wrote early online um he did a book called classic material okay which was like a collection of other hip-hop writers and a lot of like big names were like chris x was in it i don't know if you guys know him uh huh. but he did you know he did he go he did uh 50s autobiography right i know you're talking about um and he had probably the first like full-time blog that covered hip-hop that i remember reading uh it was like him jay smooth this is like really early on in the blog days and no one then was like i don't think anyone really saw that as a way to make money at the time hmm. and so when i first started writing I was doing it because I was DJing at the same time and I wanted to find new music that I could play at parties that would make me look cool because I was up on it before anybody else. And the internet was like a great way to find music early. Mm -hmm. And the, I found that music writers because of the internet, I could find like music writers in like Australia and who were like listening to this weird dance music I'd never heard before. Right. Music writers in there, there was a guy that I used to read that was in Atlanta and he was up on a lot of like new hip hop stuff that none of my friends were that they would find out about it like six months later. And so because I had this, like this kid was like putting me on a stuff. There's another kid um, who was up on like Texas rap really hard. And he would put me on stuff. Another guy from Baltimore. Right. There's all these different for the first time I could like hear the music six months before it popped. This kid from some other city already knew about it. Okay. Right. And so this was like helping me just both at like parties that I was doing and then also, I started writing about it because of that. And at the time, when I finally moved back to Chicago, it was a lot. Chicago was kind of behind on the internet thing. I feel like we are
0: <laughs> at least. So. That's just
2: true. That's true. At least three years. I'm, I mean, think about who popped in like the late two thousands, like the Cool Kids stuff. Yeah, right? cool kids. and 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 that stuff popped, but it didn't blow Explode. up exactly right. And part of that was like the label shit that they got into. Andrew Barber was, of course, covering that stuff and helped I think elevate that to some degree. I'm not sure what else was Yeah.
1: It wasn't really much. It was the Cool Kids. I remember going to Cool Kids Party. I don't think I don't think Bum Jay was part of that. I think uh we might have had it was something else from that sound of the cool kids. I can't really pinpoint who that was but i mean
2: Mano was around that and like
1: Mano, yeah Mano, mike terror. mike terror yeah yeah uh i want to say go robotic but i don't think i'm not i think he might have went by another name at that time it was a it was a couple of cats but it wasn't like you say we was kind of behind because it was just so little of them right it was on. it wasn't too many it wasn't like how it turned into today where everybody
3: so i have another question yeah so today with the internet being how it is like a major way that we get all of our information would you say that that makes it easier or harder to stay up on newer music and find it
2: both uh i don't know i mean it's definitely i guess it's definitely easier but you it's it's harder to like be ahead of the curve probably like it takes more work to be because there's always Social media changed things so much because it went from, like, the internet was a thing you had to opt into. Yeah. You you were like, you had to do this work online, and then you would find this stuff ahead of people. Now, everybody's online, and a song is going to pop because it breaks on social media, not because it, so like.
0: Like with Future's Purple Rain, like the day he dropped it, uh, Seattle happened to be losing to Carolina in the playoffs. Mm Mm-hmm. So they had all these memes on Facebook. So I was like, "Damn, this album must have dropped today!" Damn, and it was like "Purple Rain" and "Future," and it was just so crazy. Uh, And that's when I got in the loop because I I never been on fake show driving or that shit. Right? It just wasn't me at the time, you know. Like that was for the youngins. you know. That's that's what I felt like. That was for the youngins.
1: That's that Twitter. It's Twitter though. Yeah, Twitter and like you say, it just pop up online because they they feeding it to you now. So and like we're not we're not opting into the internet more. We take it everywhere we go. Shit.
0: Yeah, and and it's going crazy like the the smartphone thing now is beyond belief. Like it was a little boy two years older that he was crying to his bigger brother who was seven and nine because they wouldn't let him get the phone and play oh, with yeah. the phone because <laughs> it was just. They they were they one of them was like I was like, What are y'all doing on the phone? Give it to him. I don't give a fuck if it's a chemical bomb. Give it to him. He can't cry like that in here. Right. That was my that was my cause I was, you know, just like tired of kids at, at a certain point. Like, damn. Like
1: get So it's just
0: give it. Give him that goddamn <laughs> phone. And I was like, What what does he want to do in it? He was like, he wanna play the shooting game. I was like, So what you doing on the phone? The seven year old said, I'm playing the shooting game. And the nine year old said, I'm texting. And I was like, "Damn!" So that made me have a whole conversation with a two-year-old, a seven-year-old, a nine-year-old, and the two-year-old was just like, "I just want that phone." <laughs> he
1: just want the phone. Yeah, to hold and run around with.
2: What's no? He was he's was actually working it. Like it's it's easy for like a two-year-old to be up on a rap song before I am. Like <laughs> if, if he's on Twitter and I've like <laughs> dropped my phone Bring in the, the toilet DM. or something. Yeah, yeah. He'll he'll be and I don't get it replaced. That day you know yeah. he'll be up on a performance like anybody can be up on some there's not really a way to be you know
1: catch it just like how you was speaking about the uh the Instagram video with the young boy dancing mm-hmm. and then a song in the background
2: that made that song pop
1: that made that song pop and it would
2: and it popped with like kids first it wasn't like exactly. they're, they're the ones that break a record, which is in some way that's how it's always been though like kids are always the driving I feel like pop music in general. Kids are the real tastemakers on anything. And that's what's
0: happening with Famous Dex now. That's what we've been talking about the last three, four weeks.
2: That's what's happening with
0: him now. The kids really like this dude. And now his hair's dyed pink and red, the yellow tips, and he's grew his dreads. I was just like, damn.
2: I think he's a son of Keith to a degree.
1: Definitely. Definitely wanna keep kids. All the way. Keep low key gag. He a grandfather
0: sometimes. <laughs> at twenty one, yeah. It at twenty one. Um you DJing, you're writing, you're doing things that you love. Um Fader Complex NPR. Which
2: other sites picked you up? So when As I, a freelancer. When I was first starting to freelance, uh, I just started with the Tribune. Um, then I don't I don't think I was ready yet to really I I, they, I think I had an opportunity, but I didn't really know what I was doing at the time. Okay. To to go further with that. I ended up not I got a full time job for two years. Like I was working in a nonprofit from 06 to 08. Uh huh. And then after that was when I started writing again. I wrote for Vibe. Uh, I interviewed Gorilla Zoe, and how was that interview? <laughs> uh, so back then, when the magazines still had a lot of power, right? Like, the print magazines, people would come to those interviews with like their answers prepared. Like, that interview was completely rehearsed. So you had
0: to submit all the questions and everything to the to the I, manager? I didn't.
2: Send, I didn't have to send questions. They, they. I would come in. I'd be like, "So, tell me about your projects," and, and I would ask. I had like you know a bunch of questions. But he basically knew exactly what he was gonna say going in, and when I would like try and keep asking him questions to get something more out of him, he'd be he would just start giving like one sentence. I was like, I guess this interview's over, <laughs> and that was that wow. was it, because that this was like for a mag, and I mean it made sense. It was for a little column that was like couldn't have been more than five hundred words, uh-huh. and the only interesting detail I got was he ate like two sandwiches in a row. We're in the dressing room <laughs> at Screams. <laughs> so I was like Gorilla Zoe halfway through his second sandwich of the <laughs> like. That was the only like bit of character that. It otherwise, is... a lot of those interviews could be very similar. Where it's like, "Soldier Boy looked at the sky." My next album's gonna be a classic. Like, that's, okay. that's what most of those. I feel like a lot of those those comms would turn into. You know. Have you ever had an argument with the with the manager? Uh, an argument? Not really. Not that I can think of. Before or after the articles, has come out. You've never had one. No, not an argument. I've I've been like
0: or displeased with the manager that was just displeased with the with the write up you gave him.
2: I'm not sure if they like it's so different now.
0: Shit, with I, all publicity is good publicity or bad publicity? Yeah it's good publicity now, but back then, you know
2: I don't I don't think I ever had really a super negative uh experience with Never? I've the most I can think of I've been blocked on Twitter I'm blocked by Iggy Azalea (laughs) (laughs) I'm blocked Why is that? uh, Because I panned her album Complex It actually turned into this big thing because so she had been on the cover of Complex and then her album came out like a year and a half later and I wrote a review that was basically like I like Fancy but the rest of this is kind of (laughs) bad and then uh (laughs) She she was like it's she said something about how like these magazines have um they'll they'll have this uh young woman like do all their news posts, but then when it's time to write the review, they have a middle aged man in sandals come out and say right, bad things about right, you. Right, right. I was like, first no of sandals? all, I don't wear sandals. <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> man Mandles, no.
3: Yeah.
2: That was that was yeah. about me specifically. That was about wow. you. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, it, so it got, then, uh, what's her name? Who's the, Lord ended up, uh, co-signing her and posting about it on her Tumblr. And it became this like big, uh, stars were mad that they weren't getting positive coverage after going on magazine covers or whatever. Okay. Uh, I don't know. It was a little bit of a overblown story because like, I don't know why she ever thought she was going to be getting like.
1: Fucking fab mics.
2: Right. Like I yeah, I don't she's, she's not like, like a critical her. artist. Like critics aren't gonna I don't I don't see her as an artist that critics are gonna get behind generally. So Okay. I think maybe she had unrealistic expectations for
1: TI selling her them dreams. Not
0: no more. Not no more.
2: Um it's about over for her. Huh?
0: It's kind of hard for her. it's. It's kind of hard. She get, she, she, right get it right back. she get it back. Twitter she gonna, get it right back. Right she got a hell of a team. She got a hell of a team. She'll let Nick start right rapping here. for, her. huh? Nick gonna start rapping? Nick Young. Yeah. You better keep that contract going. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: OT Genesis, sure. cut it. How did he get that record? I don't know, but that's a hot record. I, I have no idea how he. It feels more like a Young Dolph record, really. But you think so? To me, it. Yeah.
1: When I listened to it, I thought it was Young Dolph.
2: I thought it was, too. I mean, he's on it, but...
1: It seemed like maybe maybe he just, you know, bought the record from Young Dolph. Could have been. Whoa. Could have been. Could have been. been. It happens. I mean, shit, it ain't really a big deal. Niggas buy records all the time.
0: I read
2: your article about New Music Cartel. Cool. Can you talk about that? Sure. Uh, Yeah, that was... um. So I don't I don't know how much did you guys read the blog I'm, I'm actually curious first if I can ask you guys did did you guys read those blogs when they were not like not right two dope boys misinfo in the like the late 2000s were you reading those ever
0: I was up on um, SK's yeah blog uh, I was up on you heard that new because of Twitter mm-hmm. not
1: right on Smash right. Smash on Smash was before Twitter. Smash
0: is God. Me and him, we've been working together with each other for years. Sure. So he used to get some kind of placements on blogs like Fake Shore and some of these other ones outside. Um, and the thing about it is, we were up on up. And then when the, when Twitter popped off in two, when let's just say this, when Black Twitter popped off in two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Right. Um, that's it. Got us into those. Those blogs and the new music cartel and 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 everything that was going on with them, gotcha, yeah. That's what entrenched us into it. So we were going to the sites looking at. I wasn't up on two dope boys, okay, yeah, not at all. I thought that's a West Coast blog, right? Right. So I'm up on only you heard that new, um, info uh, uh, blog site because she's from Chicago, yeah. You know, so we had to, you know, we felt some kind of way, like, you know, you gotta go take give her the, the hits, go go take a look at
2: her stuff too she, and everything. She went about. to uh my rival high school. She went to Nutrier. Really?
3: Ah, oh, I used to work at New Trier.
2: That was that was our rivals. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Didn't know
0: it. Yep. Didn't know it. Um so yeah, I mean, I I read the article with the new music cartel. They did have everything on hold. I mean, they did they did have everything on lock. Yeah. They did. Very detailed.
2: Can you is anything that you might have left out in the article at all, or can you? you Pro- know? I mean, probably. <laughs> it was that was uh, the interviews I did for that were so long, and it got cut really far down. Like the original draft of it was even longer. But um, what's interesting to me about that era is I used to be, uh, I could get kind of frustrated by some of the coverage because it felt very different from like what I was experiencing as what was hot in hip hop at the time they seemed in some ways kind of distant from I remember. So that summer that I was working at Wrigley field, right. Right. It was 2009. And what I remember in Chicago was that I'm not sure there was a bigger rapper than Gucci.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. And there was Gucci went crazy. What, was, you, what
2: year are you talking about? In 2009. 2009. 2009. Okay. All right. And that, I remember like the kid, like all the guys I worked with would knew all the words to his, you know, his records and, uh, he had multiple hits going at once that weren't even being pushed as real singles. Right. And, uh, at the time, all those blogs kind of ignored them. Like Gucci got, didn't get one post until I think the record with OJ that popped the make the trap eight. Okay. Uh, (laughs) and so like at the time I remember being really frustrated with those blogs for sort of, uh, I felt like they weren't really covering what was happening.
0: You made me As go into my head and say quarter pound, quarter pound. <laughs> no, that's
4: uh, okay. The... Right.
1: <laughs> okay. You okay. will say quarter pound.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: quarter... <laughs> so we yeah, have that's the comedian that's in song. The house.
2: Quarter pound.
3: Quarter brick, half a brick, whole, whole brick. brick. Hey.
2: hey. Right. But that's that, amazing. That's only one example, though. But there was there were a lot of artists that, like... That they weren't really at covering. At the time, that they didn't really cover...
1: A lot, was it a lot of street artists?
2: A lot of street artists, a lot of Southern artists. Of that's Southern. what I wanted to ask you. Yeah, well, that's what I wanted to get at. Like, Chicago at that time was really... It, it still is, but, like, the Southern artists were a really big part of what we would hear on the radio here, I feel like. Yeah. And, and most of the blogs were either out of uh, West Coast, LA, like Two Dope Boys, or they were out of New York. And they were really... It felt to me like they were sort of out of touch with what hip hop fans were listening to. They were really on Max B's dick back then. That's what you really want to say. <laughs> I well, like they, Max B, though. The
0: East cool. Coast ones was on Max B's Was Dipset shit? Well, no, because Dipset wasn't popping right then at 09. So who was Max B writing for then, besides? Jim Jones. Jim Jones. Yeah. But he oh, had that? his own wave going, yeah. though. He did. Okay. Well, he had nine, his own wave. Was, yeah, he
2: was by himself. Him and J- Jim Jones had beef at that point. Right. right. Nine,
0: yeah. He had his own wave going, but I mean, you know. Um, oh nine, they weren't covering Gucci that much, but down south, they had what they had their different blog sites down south though.
2: They they didn't have a like there was a DGB right, but but those were so much smaller, like in the attention that they got and the, um, I don't know. So you had I
0: mean, O but you had Ozone Magazine. I used to write for Ozone Magazine. Oh wow, yeah. 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 I used to do a little small column on I reported about what was going on in Chicago That's at cool. that time. I had a small column, but right. you know I, that parlayed into some things that was going on as far as um, with the music side. He was featured in there also, you know, and everything. Wow. So, uh, so
2: my friend that I started. So I had my own personal blog this whole time called so many Did you eat mm-hmm. shrimp a lot or something? It's the Pimp C quote. There you go. I mean, I do like shrimp. i don't don't want to mislead you okay (laughs) 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 but but the uh the guy that i started that site with in 2004 is this guy surge and he had a column in down magazine do you remember down yeah i remember down he he had a column in there based because of that i don't know if it was because of my site or his own it might have been his own Uh because he had his own site too but uh yeah no i remember there were like southern magazines that were doing a pretty good job covering that stuff at the time yeah but the thing what happened was like a lot of the magazines were going under in the late 2000s. Yeah. The reason Complex was is still alive and is as big as it is is because when Complex Complex was about to go under before the others. And they were like, why don't we just put all our money into the internet and put like 90% of our resources are going to be online. So they did that. They flipped early ahead of time. I don't know if you remember they had like that.
1: I remember that cuz when they first came out I may have been tweaking, but I felt like that was the first magazine I ever seen with two covers, two mm-hmm. front covers, and then my brother put me on it. And that was like the dopest fucking magazine. It had a lot of men's tech in there, clothing and everything. Thick, it had th- and th- a small it was a big, music thick magazine, section. magazine too. That was a thick magazine. Yeah, a small. Man. The music section wasn't, but now it seems like it's. It gives you everything, but now music is more prevalent now.
2: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I think so. What they they switched to online. The big article that I remember once they went all online was the slideshow. The uh, was it the Tunnel Bangers? I think that was it.
1: Tunnel Bangers. I've never heard. They, of the They they
2: interviewed. Bangers. So you know the Tunnel, the nightclub in New York. Yeah, exactly. Uh huh. So they they did like the 50 greatest Tunnel Bangers, and they interviewed Cipher Sounds, mm. and uh, yeah. Oh, they, okay. I think it was just him. And and basically he like they went did a countdown of the big records that were broken at the Tunnel in the late '90s in New York. Okay. Or in in the 2000s too. And uh, that was like the first time I remember a Complex being like an online. Everybody was like clicking on that. Right, right. Sounds weird to say. Uh, (laughs) But that was like, so when they were doing that, Vibe, XXL, Source, all of them were sticking by print. The next year the recession comes, the magazines, a whole bunch of them basically went under or they like became sort of ghost versions of themselves. The Complex was the only one that had done that switch early enough that they sort of survived that era.
0: Now you only got Double XL. Is the only one that's, that's
2: still doing print,
1: right? Yeah,
0: Double XL. I mean, you got Hip Hop Weekly and everything, but Double XL is, is the only one that's still doing print. I mean, that's 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 uh, cut that cut
2: that. The heck was that?
0: Double <laughs> <laughs> XL is the
2: only one that does that does. Dude, are uh, they, are this, they're still doing print, yeah. Yeah, they're the only one that's doing print and everything. And, and even then, it's it's like a skeleton crew. Like they have a very small small staff. So. Um, but anyway, the reason I brought that up, sorry, this is like a long story. No, that's cool. Uh, the reason I brought that up was, so the blogs jumped into their place. Right. Right. That's where, that's why we all ended up reading, like not nah Wright Would post so many times a day. Magazines would post like once or twice a day. Right. It made no sense. They have this huge, they have like 50 people on staff and yeah. they would have two blog posts a day. And meanwhile, there's like two guys in a room, like in a laptop and they're posting 50 times a day. The whole like system was upside down. Um, I don't know. The To me, the most interesting part of that story, like to find out the information that I was most interested in was about on smash because I didn't realize, first of all, that the guy that owned it worked at a label, right? uh, Half. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he was, you know, just doing like marketing. He wasn't like, I don't know that he was, uh, he's not like an A&R or something, but mm-hmm. like that site also had the video, The when they did the video content that basically created like, like Star Hip Hop was based off that. Right. That. Right.
1: Yeah, uh, on Smash did have videos first.
2: Yeah, it is. And they, they do
0: got the, they do keep, they do still post up, or even when they flipped over to free on Smash because they got seized. I never
1: made the transition.
0: You never? From type, on Smash to free? Type you had of free. to. I
1: had Twitter <laughs> by then. True. So
0: what's
2: been some, of, who's been some of your, your best interviews? DJ Quick was definitely the best. Too Short was a great interview. Uh, I mean, Keefe interview probably did the most for my career, obviously. Yeah. Um, I did an interview with Gucci that was really good. Was it
1: guns around?
2: No. <laughs> Damn. It was in an office at Complex. So okay, okay. It was like okay. right in, in Manhattan. Was he smoking? Nope. Okay. It please. was the same day that he did. Do you remember the Breakfast Club interview he did? Where he was like, You guys are scared right now. Yeah. It was that exact it was that same day. <laughs> I talked to him. Uh Project Pat interview was really good. He's huge, by the way. Yeah. About like, six six. Yeah. I yeah. I had no idea how tall he was until
1: Project Pat Uh <laughs> He seemed that tall when you say that.
2: Yeah. What about some of your worst interviews? Worst
0: interviews. Uh oh. <laughs> like, like say like, well, you gotta go interview Sour Dutch again. Be like, oh my god, again! <laughs> like,
2: this guy wants to smoke all the weed. Yeah. Uh, man, I don't know. Trying to think. <laughs> a, a lot of uh, yeah, young art, young artists can be tough to interview sometimes. Right. Um, like a real journalist, because he knows he has to see these guys again. Way to go! I, I would say that Keith actually gave me both a great and a bad interview. Yeah uh but that's like part of his pers- i almost don't even blame when keith does a bad interview because that's like his persona now like okay. he's the guy that's shitty to interviewers you know but uh yeah i don't i don't know i'm off the top of my head i can't think of anyone that was like so their, their future is a boring interview when i interviewed him
0: why <laughs> Because you got future fans right here on the left and the right of you.
2: I'm a I'm a future fan. Not a fan of his, his fan music. Too. I'm not a
3: fan of who he
2: is. And, and across from you, like yeah, uh, yeah. I like, I, I like future. He but seems boring. He's he's not the best interview, and also not a great uh, live performer, in my opinion. Really? Yeah.
3: Oh, now That we can disagree with. <laughs> it. Cause be- I still. Feel-
0: I still got the videos
3: and my farm you... from
0: Future Dance and i I think he, he he did better at uh I watched his performance on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. He's come a long way.
2: He's definitely improved. Like, oh, like right. Nas mm-hmm. came a
0: long way. The first time I seen Nas the first three times I seen Nas and he didn't get better till like I seen him last summer summer before last with the twenty year yeah. anniversary for the uh, uh Ilmatic. And he really finally brought I was like, all right, damn, it took him so long, but I guess he was just, like, these classics, this and that, but now he was really engaged. Probably but you the know, Hennessy. You know who's in, you know. <laughs> Nas who, will forget words on, when, when performing. Yeah. yeah. He will forget his, he will forget his own verses. You know who's good now, though? Uh, I mean, who's like Nas now? I seen him at the Shrine, but he was just, like, just going through the motions. Fabulous. Bad. I was like, I was I like, man.
2: Why is Future not a good performer in your, eye, in your, in your thinking? So the first time I saw him perform live was actually King Louis was also there. It was like a showcase in New York right after I moved to New York. Okay, uh, and I just remember he just sort of stood there, and sometimes he would jump up and down, and then he just sort of st- there. There was no like, what year was this? Energy twenty twelve. Okay, probably twenty twelve. There. there I mean, there's guys that, like, like, Jay-Z can stand still and still have the crowd on the show, yeah, go crazy, yeah. like, but future is not. So, so
0: I, th- I remember telling me, he wasn't at that point, that Jay wasn't at that point either. Like, the first time I seen him do The Reason Without, he came out with energy, and then he just let it go, and and, and this was at the right. e was which was known as The Click back then. He did the whole Reason Without album.
2: That's
0: crazy. And uh, he didn't have that energy then. Then he, they brought him back. For the uh, Puffy Tour and the No Way Out. Yeah. And he opened up with the, you know, the volume One shit. And he only did like nine dates because his, you know, he wasn't really that performer
2: like that there. But he went and got that shit together. Wow. I still remember reading about the Hard I didn't go to the Hard Knock Life Tour because I was yeah. too young at the time. 98, yeah. But I remember reading in Rolling Stone about it. And the guy would say, like, It's crazy because all these guys, the other guys on stage go out and they have to, like, put up so much energy to get the crowd to respond, right? Right. Like, DMX is, like, out there, like, working his heart out. And then Jay-Z comes out and just sort of stands still, and the crowd goes nuts. Yeah. Like, he had, at that time, I guess he was a much better live performer. Yeah. By that that point. Yeah.
0: By the time he came back around with the Hard Knock Life, he was like, I got this shit in the bag.
1: I think that's because of his flow. His flow was kind of... The way he rapped, it kind of saying he, he got to be chill. Yeah, he has that cool cognizance yeah, about it. He got to be chill. Yeah, I mean, and everybody likes So it's it. easy to convey. Yeah, unlike Joe
0: Buttons. Brit, what's up with you? With oh
3: my gosh, do we have to keep coming for Joe? Buddy?
0: No, it's time. It's time. It's time for you. I, 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 we gotta wake you up over there. You know, you <laughs> with your with your legs crossed and sitting on your feet. You know, some shit I've never been able to sit like. She was up at four in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, and I was
3: gonna say I I had like a super long weekend, so I
0: only have three today. All right. Shout out to Britt first of all. She worked the polls today. She's been up since four o'clock this morning. She worked the polls. Mm-hmm. 5 a.m. And I gotta wake to up to
3: at 5:30 for school tomorrow.
0: And I told Britt today when she told us this big long story about her life, which I have no mm-hmm. sad remorseful feelings about. Welcome to being a grown up. I don't <laughs> I like it. Some days I've been for two or three days in a row,
3: <laughs> ducking
0: bitches and shit. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, so this first one that I have, I really only picked this one out because I kind of hate him, but I just want to see what y'all think. Chris Brown is working on a documentary about his life.
1: Nigga is on Coke, you could tell. When <laughs> niggas get on Coke, they do books. I, th- I, think, about it's, uh, life.
0: I think it's
3: about their life. I mean, does he need a documentary about his life at this point?
0: It's reasonable. Is that reasonable or ignorant to you? <laughs> uh
2: I think that uh in order for it to be reasonable, it would have to be really honest. And I don't foresee, I don't think Chris Brown has ever been honest about his own life.
3: Ever. He's a terrible person. He seems to have a terrible life. Who would watch this?
2: He's in, and and I don't think that he would, if he was honest about that, that it would be, it could be the best, it could be incredible, Mm -hmm. but he's not going to be. It's going to be propaganda, you know?
0: Yeah. I I didn't do it. I think think he's going to do it and bring it. It's it's reasonable because he's been, what, out there since he was, what, 15? Yeah. He made mistakes. We all all have made mistakes.
3: He's still making mistakes today at twenty six. Like there's nobody there's perfect. No growth, but there's no improvement.
0: I mean, like he some some songs he sometimes he he, he shows growth. He
1: I has just want to say shout out to all the women that love him. Some Chris Brown, you know. Yeah, and yes, I, she yeah. just said, yeah, they, they love. Chris I have Brown. not
3: listened to a Chris Brown project shit since, since he whipped Liana's ass.
0: Oh, okay. Nothing so
3: you after like, that. You don't no. like Back
0: to Sleep at all. The new record no. back to sleep?
3: I mean, he got some stuff that I might think is catchy, like um, Love Some More with Nicki Minaj. I did like that, but I hadn't I ain't sat down and listened to a Chris Brown album, a mixtape, or nothing since all of that happened. Man,
0: a man said when I wake you up, just let me ride. I'm gonna fuck you back to sleep. I heard that. I was like, who's singing that? It was right past. It was him. like Bobby back? <laughs> <Is that Bobby? laughs> man, Boss, <laughs> you can't it.
3: Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Kanye West again. It's always Kanye West every week.
0: Uh, him and Cat Williams. <laughs> he, said,
3: <laughs> he said he will get an Instagram if we make him a promise that nobody will tell him what to post on Instagram. <gasps> Do we want Kanye on Instagram?
2: Is that reasonable, Ignorant. <laughs> I think I say go for it. I mean, I don't know. Maybe not. I, I'm going back and forth. Sorry. I'm going to flip flop. Are you a Kanye like, fan? Yeah, I, I the press coverage of Kanye is so annoying though, that like so part of me is like, yeah, why not let the guy have an Instagram? The other part of me is like, oh man, I'm gonna have to read like 40 <laughs> more hot takes <laughs> on Kanye West now. Thirty That's new shit articles. More to it's gonna be such a pain in the ass. Like, I wish that he could just have things, but the press isn't. It's gonna be so. Bad and annoying. It's what he wants, don't right? Like he it's got what a white
0: he tiger. wants. cuz All tiger. this is this shit. The when you
2: say you're the most
0: influential man since whoever, like I mean, and you're the most innovative man, and you're a genius. When you, when you, I mean, like he, I give him his credit. He makes excellent music, sure, and, and, and he does a great job. But when you say those type of things, they're gonna come for your head, man. They're gonna come for your head, like all right, all right well, well well tell me why you're so much better than John Lennon. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean like that's that's what that yeah. writer's thinking when he's man Kanye's gonna go out because I'm a god. I said I'm a god.
1: And all that remember that interview? Yeah.
3: You see that interview? Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: And and you know I he,
1: felt them though. I felt that in my heart. Like I felt like I'm a god too though. Was
3: yeah. that the Sway interview? <laughs> or wait or wait wait breakfast? wait. Did you see how he just
0: did I that shit? I felt that scene? in my heart.
1: <laughs> I did. <laughs> He he
0: said, that's why I, I had to done. turn this way. I, I felt it in my heart. I, I right? We talk about the Zane Lowe, right? The, the yeah. Zane the, the
1: Zane, I uh, felt him That's all I am a god. That's probably one of my no, favorite I'm talking kind of you, of you, you saw the interview with Zane. Yeah, I did. Yeah. You saw the
0: interview with Zane. Yeah. That was one of the, he, he remember Zane he was like this is one of the most intense interviews ever. <laughs> god. <laughs> he he had some sound bites in there. I felt him, like yeah. He had some sound bites in that you, interview. You know what? I like like he did
3: Reasonable
0: or ignorant? Uh, I think it's reasonable. He don't get what he want. He gonna keep on fuck with these people till he blow his own fucking brains out. He ain't gonna blow his brains out. That motherfucker yeah. is. That nigga knows is him. a
1: genius. He know what the fuck he he's doing. He not a, a maniac. He's a genius. He's just like I told y'all. We thought he made this album. And the album was coming. He wasn't even finished yet because he was on. He was right there. He what's wasn't your, done yet.
2: What's your thoughts on the album, the, the Pablo album? Uh, I wasn't too into it, honestly. I like moments on it, like the beginning of "Father Stretch My Hands," and I don't know. There, there was some other stuff on there, but like, I don't know that I'm gonna go back to it as much as I went back to earlier records. What was your favorite album of Kanye's? Yeah, mm. that's a hard question for me at this yeah. point. We'll come back to it and yeah. before before we get out of here. I might cheat and just say "College Dropout." Nine two. Yeah. I mean... Really? Yeah, that was life-changing yeah. for me. It's, I, don't think it's, I don't think it's his best. I don't think it's his best, but it's like the one that I, I most like. It's my favorite, maybe. Mine, yeah, too, yeah. Still? It's,
3: I love College Dropout.
2: With all with all he's gone through, with growth and everything, yeah.
3: still? College still. Dropout.
0: College Dropout. Yes. He he still can't touch it. Uh, 808 and all that shit was good. And then... 808 the last, was good. The Yeezus was good.
1: Those None are like 808s and My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasies, those are like kind of in the classic range, but I think he's speaking of a sense of just that one is the, his favorite one to go back and listen to. Yeah. Because there's certain things mm. of, at that time that you can really be like, damn.
2: That that was the one that I feel like he changed the game the most with that
1: record. With that one.
2: With college dropout. Yeah.
1: That's what he was. That's the one where that,
2: that, that the whole everything that's come after that basically comes around. I mean J. Cole's whole career. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Exactly. Bobs. <laughs> okay, last one. Go ahead.
3: Donald Trump came to Chicago. And um <laughs> Chicago was not having it. Reasonable or ignorant.
0: Reasonable. Straight out the gate. Magic Mike 32 Instagram and your Twitter. I was outside. Snapchat. I was out there. Where are you? I was out there. Did you throw there. that brick to hit that policeman no outside the head? <laughs> I the head. I watched I watched I watched everything that went down. I was right there on Van Buren and uh, uh uh, what, what? Van Buren and and Racine, yeah. And um, I saw everything. I put the, I put it on my Instagram and stuff like that. I didn't get a chance to get inside, you know. Right. But um, uh, they were it, the delegations came out. They was not gonna go. They were not having it. And it wasn't even the thugs, like that. Like that's a new word for the. That's the new nigga word. The thugs. Yeah, they were acting Sarah like Palin. thugs. like that sneak. This shit. Listen. Listen. The thugs were not down there It was just people The, the thugs We would have Towed that motherfucker up <laughs> They wouldn't even Came down If, 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 if Donald Trump's Fucking toupee Would have been on Tops and bottoms At Madison And <laughs> <laughs> Pulaski On sale With some robbing <laughs> it's Totally reasonable Fuck Donald Trump Yeah <laughs> All that Bob's!
2: bullshit
3: Bob's! Yeah
2: Bombs that, that guy can't He's not gonna win the he, he can't beat Hillary Clinton. It's not going to happen.
1: This is the... Th-
2: Bombs! Yeah. He won, he won we,
1: Illinois today. This is it's reasonable. And it's ignorant. Because, one, okay, yeah, fuck Donald Trump. But then on the ignorant side, why tell I own shit up for somebody?
2: Well, well, well did, did I, did anything get That's not tor- shit. I don't think anything really got torn up, though, right? No, they, they, did they, any they, damage?
0: He just didn't step on the stage to say shit. He
2: knew he
4: wasn't... He,
0: <laughs> he, he, <laughs> he, did, was he didn't happen. even get a chance to step down. out. Quick, Quick to quick to back and Then down, they fake had the dude run towards the stage the next <laughs> yeah. day so he could show the security. That was all staged. The guy running towards the Oh, he, yeah, he freaked out. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that was a bunch of bullshit.
1: They wanted something to go there. Yeah.
0: They act we'll like they, they had the real, real security. that was like, that's, that's look like a skit on Saturday Night
2: Live. Get that shit out of here. This, this. Is, this is the first time we're going to have a presidential nominee who's been stone-cold stunned Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah.
1: And he deserved it.
2: So
0: uh, who who's going to vote for uh, Monica Lewinsky's boyfriend's wife for president? Any, any of you guys? You uh, didn't even get that, did you? I mean, I get it. I, I mean, I'm with it. I mean, if she if she's the nominee, if she's the nominee, then she's yeah. gonna, she's gonna, she's gonna But
3: a, I didn't vote for her
1: today. It's, it's going to be thing though. <laughs> wouldn't it seem as if she, he can't beat her? But he could beat out everybody else. He can beat Bernie. Yeah, he could be Bernie. He possibly could beat Bernie. He could. It's possible. He could possibly be. They're gonna whack whack
0: his ass. He can't beat her though.
1: Bernie and Hillary can win together.
0: It's not gonna happen though. If he get in there, they're gonna whack his ass. Oh, Trump! Trump!
1: Don't say that because they will come see you. Edit that shit out. Dude, no, 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 no Keep I'm that right. shit. Not us. Oh, somebody's somebody's That'll be a good
2: story for the next right. episode. <laughs> <77. Yeah>. So <laughs> we, we no longer, we lost a member. But... <laughs> Boss! There's no. a spot open for me now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be a regular. We got him on Guantanamo. Hey. Choppers! Man, I didn't do it. Two
0: of says good old boys. Hey, <laughs>
2: <laughs> David Drake yo what's next for me yes uh that's a very good question i'm figuring that out right now uh okay (laughs) (laughs) that's that's something to consider i guess uh yeah uh i'm sort of figuring that out for myself um i don't know i'm still writing about like new artists and stuff uh it's a really bad time for music journalism the kind that I do, in writing in particular. I'm okay. Right. There's not a lot of money in it. There are fewer positions than ever, and the jobs. It's easy to get jobs in journalism now, but the jobs are bad. Yeah. Like this, the straight up, reporting, like the, that stuff can. It, you end up writing Buzzfeed lists, and it, it's just not the best time to be. Getting into music journalism. There's always a
0: good time to write about old oh, reasonable ignorance. <laughs> <laughs> the great hey. podcast. Hey. 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 What's coming
2: after streaming? Uh, coming, hair up coming hairdresser? What's coming Barber after streaming?
0: Comedian?
2: After streaming? I yeah. I'm I'm waiting to see what's gonna happen with streaming. That's that's an interesting. Dude, what do you guys use? Do you use Apple, Spotify, Apple? Apple. Title Apple here. Title? Title? I use Tidal and Google Play. Apple
3: I'm, and title.
1: I might have to use title because Jay Z is taking his music over there, and I am a Jay Z fan. So
0: and instead, it's every day. You don't like, own the CDs.
1: I have the CDs, well, and I do have so the fan That's loads. like having a tape player. Right. Your car. <laughs> what I'm gonna do with them? Yeah, yeah, like 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 uh, the, the best blueprint is not on Apple no more. Yeah, no. yeah, right
0: yeah I know. Yeah, mean, I'm title and, and, and Google Play for me. Okay. You're the
1: only person with Google Play. Like you, part of the zero point zero zero one percent. That's cool. And you fifty percent of that. That's fair. So they, <laughs> so they the said, let's keep it with Amazon one. You got yeah, Amazon? I kind of like
2: that. Yeah, I got Amazon. Amazon. I, I had Spotify, but I got rid of Spotify. Okay. Okay. Why would you get rid of it? I didn't like it. <laughs> There's no real good reason.
1: The thing I don't not figuring out about streaming is the way that they count records. It seems as if everybody's going to eventually go platinum.
2: Yeah, they did some sort of weird new counting. I don't understand how. It works I don't understand
1: really, that. But. Like, I think it's every fifteen thousand pl- is this one album sale,
2: something like that. Yeah. So that's video plays, album sales, streams, all that's counted in. Although for right now, they they the way they say it is like, for example, uh, this rock band I like just just dropped an album, and they said they had did ninety nine or ninety thousand copies of the album, and then ten thousand album equivalent units. So they're still counting they'll say like the album and then they'll say the album equivalent unit so like, like ash yeah the uh, like
1: so you still actually get the real hard copy count which is
2: yeah more for now, for I, now I'm, yeah. I'm sure they're going to change that soon too though I'm warping someone yeah do you guys like beats the radio station yeah. i love it actually yeah. Yeah. yeah i love it beats one i like I, the pharmacy like doctor i'm it's, doing a piece on on apple right now so this is interesting to me actually
0: as soon as tidal gets a radio station they, they'll be good yeah. That's the problem that they're missing right now. I'm, I don't know why he hasn't developed that yet.
2: That'd he needs great. to have
0: a radio station going yeah,
1: on. They it. haven't really
2: done any content
1: at all. Any They, they got Money and Violence.
3: The fuck is that?
1: Web series? Web series on title. You don't
0: don't ever watch never watch never heard titles. of Money and Violence?
3: I only get on title to watch the formation video, and that's it. Because <laughs> everything else watch, I got on Apple Music on Informational That's she's on work. Apple Music.
0: Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> well. Bombs! David Drake. At So Many Shrimp.
2: Yep. Follow me on Twitter, guys. Hip-hop journalists. What's going on next? Like, like you said again, you don't know, right? I, I'm not sure. I, I mean, I'm doing a piece right now for Rolling Stone on Apple Music that'll probably be up <laughs> soon. Hopefully. Okay. Uh, and I'm uh, you know, writing about a lot of, I got a lot. There's, there's some new artists coming up that I'm excited to, to write about. From and Chicago, a couple from Chicago, a couple from Chicago. Yeah. Any hints? Uh, <laughs> this one is gonna make everybody. If if you've heard of this artist, you're gonna be like, "Are you serious?" But I'm serious. <laughs> okay. There's this uh. A rapper and she she goes by Cupcake. I'm telling
3: you. Oh my god.
1: It ain't even. Are you serious? Is she had a? I heard she had a GoFundMe. I felt like low key. I would rather her do the GoFundMe than go do what she said she was doing because she actually got the talent. She's incredibly she?
2: talented.
1: She got. Yes, yeah, that has album the talent. is really
2: really good. She got the Cupcake? talent. It's just
1: her subject. Cupcake. The one
3: who be like slurp that dick till it come. Slurp that dick till She'd it like, come. She be like, I don't
1: squirt our cream. Shorty go crazy. The big oh, chick she, yeah, she go crazy with the. I that
3: was some, she got lollipops. I thought that was some bullshit. You no, know, it, it is some the bullshit. Thing,
2: when, no, when you hear the album though, there there's some deep records on, like some dark stuff on there, and some like stuff about what well, she talks about her family and like. Th- there's some crazy stuff Same on that cash, record. Though. It's it's deep. Fuck a lot of that. relation, relationship stuff on there is dope. Like it's, it's a she's way more talented than like her songs definitely come across as gimmicky. Like when you first hear like the ones about uh, dicks down throats and such. <laughs> wow, but, but I the, don't want to hear that. But okay. Well, yeah, I did. got a list to it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a list to it. <laughs> I'm gonna take a list to it. But no, she's she's super talented. Like I could see her blowing up in a national. She she to me is like I feel like, and and no disrespect to Cardi B, but I feel like Cardi B is being marketed as what this girl's music is. Like
3: I was gonna make the comparison when you first brought it up, so yeah.
2: Like like Cardi B that. is talented at what she does, but she's not a musician really. This girl's like the musical she does musically what Cardi B is like.
3: If she looked like Cardi B, maybe it would be better. I think I, I, I think a lot of cupcakes hate but. comes hey, from how she looks.
1: I'm gonna be honest. If they get her a nice little set of. No, because
3: Katie got Ben still ain't cute.
1: I don't got no comment <laughs> on that. If they Shorty, she talented. So if somebody puts some money to her, she'll get it. It's it's I can understand. Even like what he just said, it may sound crazy what she's talking about, but you can still see the talent and what she how she's putting she's it, it talented,
3: together. I swear I'm gonna come on this podcast and play my songs one day.
1: Who is this? Cupcake. Cupcake. Oh. Alright. Go listen to a song one. You're gonna be like. It don't don't worry about what her lyrical content actually is. Just pay attention to how she's saying it and what she's saying, the statements that she make, and just think if you can say, okay, let me point you in the right direction in your life, where you can rap about other things. She could take off.
0: This nigga sound like a fucking hip hop journalist right next to hey, you. Right? I'm yeah,
1: damn, to good fucking exactly. music. I he's, know he's
2: right. Hey, <laughs> cupcake, and who else? Give me one more. Uh, that's that's good right now. I like Smino's good. Never heard. Where's it from? He's from Chicago, or actually he's from St. Louis originally, but he now lives in Chicago. Okay. He's working with, uh, you know, Classic Studios? Yeah. Yeah. Are we allowed to promote other studios in this? No. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Chris Chris Classic, uh, he works with Monty Booker as a producer. Okay. And he does like, he has this really unique production style. I like him. Down Uh, South? I I... not sure where he lives, actually. I'm talking about anywhere, anybody from down oh, south. anyone from down south. Um, I don't know. Down there right now. No ATL artists at all? Uh, I'm not really wild about most of the Atlanta stuff I've heard lately, to be honest with you. West I Coast? Remember. I like this guy from Sacramento, Mozzie. Never heard of him. He's a gangster rap artist uh, from Sacramento. He's like... I think his, is his it is. Is it M A Z I? M O Z Z Y. M
1: O Z Z Y. Okay. East Coast. Okay, true.
2: East Coast, who do I like? <sighs> uh, I mean, there's uh, a. <laughs> was that guy? A tax stone put me onto something. Who? Uh, that that guy from Jersey. Uh, what's his name?
1: Not uh, not L B. I
2: was gonna say L B L. L B L. Yeah. Okay. He seems all right. I like him. Okay. Can we get a part two? A part two? Sure. In the future. Yeah. yeah. Get a part two. Any, anytime anytime uh, you'll
0: have me. I appreciate that. David sure. Drake, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for having me. Hip-hop journalist <laughs> on the Reasonable Eaters Podcast, episode 39 on iTunes and SoundCloud right now. Bombs! <laughs> every day we wait for me is another day we get closer to seeing you. And the best experience is bulk. Let's get that by doing it. Let's go. We
4: out.